Hi, I'm Dr. Ray Calabrese. Welcome to my podcast, Journey from Grief to Healing. Grieving is difficult. I know. I lost my best friend and wife after a long marriage. In this series of podcasts, you'll discover what you are experiencing physically and emotionally is normal. Healing is possible. Remember, love always wins. Life will get better. Episode 41. It's the Monday after Thanksgiving and Christmas is just around the corner. Emma wanted to meet with me to see how I handled the Thanksgiving holiday. My middle daughter Angie and her husband and their two daughters came to San Antonio to be with me during the holiday. I appreciated their visit. Here's how the conversation went with them, and it took a direction I didn't expect. The South Texas weather wasn't seasonably mild. I sat on Em's deck. A bright sun sat in a nearly perfect blue sky. Sweating cold Texas-sized glasses of iced tea sat on the table in front of Emma and me. Emma and I clinked iced tea glasses. Em offered a toast. To life, Ray. I responded. To life. How was your Thanksgiving, Ray? Did you have a good time with Angie and her family? I did, Em. I did. We went hiking on the nature trail at Panther Springs. We ate at a couple of good restaurants. And the Thanksgiving dinner turned out just right if you like three different kinds of hummus with turkey. Em knew Angie and her food tastes. She knew hummus, Brussels sprouts, and broccoli would find their way into most meals. I don't imagine you ate the Brussels sprouts. No, I can't stand them. I generously donated my share to Angie. We both laughed. Then Em leaned into me. Seriously, Ray, how was it? You know, Em, Thanksgiving and Christmas are all rolled into one. A widowed neighbor advised me not to celebrate Christmas and to do Thanksgiving small. When I finished talking with her, I reasoned if I don't celebrate Christmas this year, when will I celebrate it? The more I put the tough things off, the more difficult they will become the next time around. You're right, Ray. Putting the tough things off gives momentary release from pain. But the tough things only get tougher. Eating the pain doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth, Em but I know it's something I must do. I made up my mind to celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas the best I can. Two days before Thanksgiving, I put up Christmas lights and a small tree with decorations before Angie and her family arrived. At first, I didn't want to do it. I made excuses. It's too much work. I'm the only one in the house. I don't feel like it. I'll have to take everything down after Christmas and repack them. Then my instinct took hold. I knew it was time to play Christmas music. I knew it was time to put up Christmas lights. And I knew it was time to put up the tree and decorate it. I did all of them. Em smiled. Ray, you may be grieving, but grieving doesn't have a hold on you. I've always known you to be resilient. You are resilient, Ray. You're bouncing back. Em's little pep talk hit the right buttons. I looked at her and said, yes, I am resilient. Do you think it's easy? Hell no. I don't think it's easy. We both laughed. Listening to Em, my heart suddenly filled with gratitude. I was grateful for her friendship. I was grateful that I was alive. I was grateful for the sun and blue sky. Most of all, my heart filled to overflowing with gratefulness for every second I spent with Babe. It was a moment of grace, and like all moments of grace, it didn't last long enough. Em's voice brought me back to the moment. You have a look of peace about you, Ray. You want to share? For the moment, I was relaxed. My jaw was loose. My hands were unclenched. I carried no signs of visible tension. 
am, I have this deep sense of gratitude. I feel connected to God and all his creation. I was grateful for life and all my experiences. I was grateful for Babe and every second I shared with her. I'm grateful for you, Em, and all you've done for me. I've done no more for you, Ray, than you would have done for me. I think gratitude, suffering, and meaning all interconnect at a deep level, Em. I agree. Like me, Ray, you were destined to arrive at this place. How you arrived at it is different from me or anyone else. It's important that you arrived. I nodded. Babe and I practice gratitude each day. We always said grace before meals, whether in a restaurant or at home. We prayed together when we awoke, and gratitude was always part of the prayer. When we walked, we stopped and smelled the flowers, stared in amazement at a deer, laughed at the dance of butterflies. We were grateful for blue skies and cloudy skies, sunny days and stormy days. Each time we saw a rainbow, we took our iPhones and clicked photos. We were grateful. We prayed together each evening and ended our prayers naming all the things we were grateful for during the day. Each year on December 31, Babe and I kept a gratitude journal and we brainstormed all the things we were grateful for that happened to us during the year. Will you continue the tradition of keeping a grateful journal this year, Ray? I recognized I was taking a deep breath. It was an involuntary reflex. It's another tough moment and challenge for me, Em. You know what that means? Yes, I do. I like the tradition. Nathan and I will do it this year as well. When we lose someone close to us, being grateful for anything is a big challenge. My nodding head signaled that I understood. I grudgingly offered thanks to God, Em, more out of practice than for my heart. I had to do it. I felt myself losing the capability to be grateful for anyone or anything. You're not alone, Ray. It's common among men and women who grieve. We turn inward into suffering. The turn inward prevents us from seeing the love and beauty surrounding us. We hang on to our loss with our two hands gripped so tightly, even the jaws of life can't pry them off. In a way, we have to relearn how to be grateful for the first time. Relearn being grateful, Em? What do you mean? I know how to say thank you, and if I concentrate, I am aware of what others do for me. Your gratefulness comes from your head, Ray. There is a big difference between being intellectually grateful and having gratefulness arise from your heart. Children have the gift. Adults seem to place the gift on the shelf. It's time to take your gratefulness gift off the shelf, dust it, and begin to be grateful from your heart. If we don't cultivate a grateful heart, we become bitter and dried up human beings who remain angry at life, God, and envious of others who don't suffer the same or worse misfortune. M was on target. In my moment of grace, it was heart generated, heart felt, and heart spoken. I realized so many of my other expressions of gratitude originated in my intellect. I had the right words, but the music was missing. I thought of my moment of grace. I decided to cultivate a grateful heart. I glanced up at M. Do you think heartful gratitude will help me navigate the grieving period? From everything I've read, Ray, being grateful is good for us psychologically, spiritually, and physically. Practicing gratitude lowers blood pressure, fortifies our immune system, and instills in us a desire to reach out to others in spiritual and material ways. Gratitude is a universal response of all spiritual people. If you think about it, Ray, everything we have or will have is a gift. We're not born entitled to anything. When we begin to see life as a pure gift, our hearts fill with gratitude, 
and we can't help but to be grateful. To answer your question, yes. And there are only positive side effects. Welcome to a world so filled with wonder. Your heart can't help but sing songs of gratitude to our loving God. We sat in silence for a moment. Then M said, we're going to have nice weather for a few more days. Let's meet on your patio tomorrow about two. In the meantime, journaling about your gratitude for Barb may open up some pathways for you. That's an awesome idea, M. I'll start as soon as I get home. I pushed away from the table. M and I hugged. Ciao, I said. I hope you enjoyed episode 41. I've continued to practice being grateful. I'll often find myself being grateful after I leave the gym. I'm grateful for the machines I used, grateful for the people I meet there and speak to. I'll come home and I'll be grateful for the food I eat, people who call me or text to me, grateful for the animals that come through my yard and the birds that come to my feeder. Being grateful has made a big difference in my life. It lifts me up when I feel down. It puts a smile on my face and casts away the darkness. Bring gratitude into your life and it will make such a big difference. I'm grateful for you and grateful that I have this chance to communicate with you. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to get notification of future episodes. You can also check out my blog, Looking on the Bright Side at www.dancingalone530.com. It's all positive and uplifting. If you have any questions about my grieving experience, I want to share your grieving experience with me. Please email me at ray.breeze.com. B-R-E-S-E at gmail.com. Have a great day. Stay strong and never quit. Never give up.